I'm Tyler. And I'm Katie. You're listening to Nostalgia, the podcast equivalent of that feeling that you get on November 1st when you wake up and you realize that Halloween, the next Halloween, is one year away. You ever have that, like, letdown time? Sort of. I used to feel that way about Christmas a little bit mm. on so your on my birthday, birthday, the day after Christmas, before I knew you. But uh, yeah, uh-huh. it's like, wow, that was really fun, but now I have to wait a whole year. Or as the Macy's uh, Thanksgiving parade people say, the planning for next year starts tomorrow. <laughs> it's it's a lot. I think they keep those people locked in a room, those so, parade planners. It's okay. Have you ever seen Under Wraps? I sure have not, but I'm about... looking at the yeah. poster right now, and... It's about a mummy, <laughs> but probably like a lovable mummy, not a mummy that would eat the children. Uh, you know, it's been a really long time since I've seen this, so I don't remember. I can't he looks say like, he won't eat the children. He looks like a mummy that likes to get into hijinks, you know? Yeah, a little bit. So, Kate, this is a Disney Channel original movie. Do you remember which other Disney Channel original movies you've seen? Brink. Brink. Uh, I think there's more. Oh, yeah, there's a big one that we watched this same season... Oh, um, the one that you love with that man, and he's scary, and the grandma, and it was like, I'm a witch. A Halloween Town. Yes, mm-hmm. I believe that's it. Yeah. I'm sure I'm missing one, but we definitely watched at least those two. We haven't watched all that many, which is a true crime, and I, uh, I promise this coming year we will watch more Disney Channel original movies. I don't, you don't want me to promise that probably, I, yeah, too, I don't but care, maybe a but... listener might. <laughs> uh, this, though, Under Wraps is very special because it is the first Disney Channel original movie. Wow. What's that? I always get this saying wrong. Can you just do it for me? Because I know you know it. That one about, like, Helen of Troy. Is this the face that launched a thousand ships? Yes. This is the Disney Channel original movie that launched a thousand Disney Channel original movies. Nice. This movie, if you can call it that, it's a made-for-TV movie. It premiered on the Disney Channel on October 25th, 1997. It's directed by Greg Beeman. It's written by Don Reimer. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't have much to say about this movie other than The Mummy is played by... You think you can say this guy's name? Bill Fagerbacker. Yeah, sure. I think it's Fagerback-E, but mm. close enough. He became later the voice of Patrick on Spongebob. Oh, that's nice for him. And you haven't watched a whole lot of Spongebob, but I have a feeling that it's going to sound a lot like Patrick. Although he must not say much because he's a mummy. I have vague memories of this movie. It's not like a huge part of my childhood the way Halloween Town was, but it aired every year in October. I don't think I've seen the whole thing from beginning to end. Like Halloween Town, I would drop what I was doing to watch. I was transfixed by that for some reason. Not the same way with this one, and I don't know if that's... You know, just my taste as a kid, if that's... I just don't know if I've seen it all the way through. That's all. So I'm excited to finally sit down and watch it, and I want to give it a fair shake to see if it's any good. And then the only other thing I have to say, it was remade, I think, this year. We saw a billboard for it the other day. Did we? Yeah, you weren't paying attention because you never heard of this movie before. But when I saw it, I was like, that's interesting. And apparently they uh, just remade it this year. So it makes me feel really old that they're remaking these made-for-TV Disney Channel movies. But here we are. Okay. I am really old. Um, Ready to watch? Yes. I would also like to note that Tyler did make good on his promise to buy me some mellow cream pumpkins. And I have some here. So if you hear chewing, that's why. Did you tell your mom? Of course not. She wouldn't believe me anyway. What about your mom's new boyfriend? I mean, he's a big guy. We don't need him, okay? Okay, relax. I was just thinking maybe we should tell somebody. Well, I was going to tell my mother, but she was having a tea party for her dolls when she does that. Well, it's best not to interrupt her. So, if we're not telling our parents, maybe we should tell the cops or animal control or the Psychic Friends Network or somebody. No way. He's ours. We found him. We're going to keep him. 
At least until we figure out what to do with it. Oh, we got a snake. I feel like a mummy would not smell good, you know? Like, it, I mean, if it's been truly mummified, is there any smell left? Potentially. I mean, I think it would probably smell like old muslin, mm. you know what I mean? Like an mm. old fabric, maybe? Alright, so these kids are watching a scary movie. I was confused. But it, the, was, it was pretty violent, and it turns out it's a movie yeah, in the movie. Yeah, there was a knife in the garbage disposal, and it was whipping around, <laughs> the and the, the monster smacked him onto it. Wow. Well, he didn't quite make it. He was about to. It's okay to be interested in horror things, but this boy's room, can you describe it? It's not the room of a healthy boy. It's plastered wall-to-wall -wall with scary masks and violent imagery. She's like, listen, Marshall, your dad and I have been divorced a really long time. I, too, would like to have a partner to navigate this life with. And this kid's being real shitty <laughs> about it. He's like, oh, mom, I don't like Ted. <laughs> it's not about you, Marshall. Also, why is no one in this neighborhood called the police? These kids are just screaming. When is the first documented appearance of, like, a haunted mummy? That's a great question. Oh, Tyler. For all the research you do for this podcast, you don't ask the right questions. I'm about to find out. Yeah, because if I said, Kate, we're going to jump back to the first document, you'd be like, ugh. Where does the legend of the mummy come from? We're going to find out from the BBC. The reanimated mummy was inspired by the alleged curse of Tutankhamun. According to newspaper reports in the early 1920s, the curse resulted in the early deaths of several people connected to the British archaeologist Howard Carter's 1922 Valley of the Kings expedition, including its wealthy financial backer, Lord Carnarvon, who died of an infected mosquito bite the same year. So it's the media frenzy around the excavation of like Tutankhamun in the Valley of the Kings that is ingrained in that collective unconscious. There's really no literary antecedents before that, if you're wondering. Thank you, Kate. While you're reading that, you're missing the mummy just took a break to go urinate in the bathroom. If you had been sleeping for thousands of years, you'd have to pee too. You're right. We should probably repatriate everything. Oh, look. He was just chasing them to give him back his glasses. Oh, that's nice. It's a nice mummy. They all ran and screamed for nothing. This kid's rich as hell. He's got a fancy watch. His room's full of mummy like paraphernalia. Uh, yeah. Monster movie props. And they're buying that Edie's super premium ice cream. Maybe Ted's got some money. Oh no, don't let him touch your hair. Maybe I'm just old enough to be the villain in a movie now, but whenever the people in a movie want to hide some supernatural or extraterrestrial from like the government so it doesn't get experimented on, I think, I'll bet you humanity would have a lot to benefit from and learn if they experimented on it. <laughs> Maybe we should experiment on him and cut him open. Absolutely not. And study how he became reanimated. Gilbert's dad is an absent father. Wow, look at all those minivans. You should not be friends with this grown man. The man who runs the spooky, horror-themed bookstore. Look how sweaty this man is. He's just very sweaty. Want to see me pick my scab? Get out of my way, Leonard. And take your blanket with you. This isn't a blanket, it's a rag. I carry it around in case I have to wipe up something. Oh, yeah, right. And I'm not wearing a bra, I'm wearing a bulletproof vest. You're wearing a bra? Oh, shut up. And it's the big yellow truck. What yellow truck? The one they loaded all Mr. Kubat's stuff into. This kid's energy is great. This kid, <laughs> instead of acting, he just screams. <laughs> He's like, you want to watch me pick my scabs? I've encountered a younger kid than them. <laughs> I'm going to put the whole clip in and it's talking. So funny. It's so funny. And he's like, that little blanket, it's a rag. I use it to wipe up stuff. I love this little guy. Sounds like Lola Scumpy from Big Mouth. Wow, that was a highlight. Just here's the mummy going to Dairy Queen now. Why? Ready for some comedy? I'm just surprised that more people aren't concerned. I'm enjoying this more than I thought I would. 
Yeah, the kid acting is not, it's not the worst piece of kid acting I've ever seen. Yeah, and we're seeing, like, other kids that aren't even them, like, random one-scene kids that are pr- pretty funny, too. These gags? The mummy just saw a guy in a full-body cast at the uh, the hospital thinks it's another mummy? I thought that my adulthood would include seeing more people in full-body casts based <laughs> on the, the media that we consumed as kids, right? Like, yeah. People really are not taking any notice. Yeah. Bill, fake. Feigerbacher? Bill Feigerbacher? F. He's really acting his pants off here. He just, in a few quick moments, had been... Defibrillated? Set on fire. I don't want to influence your opinions, but I have sat through much worse on this podcast than this movie. Look at this word processor. You should not give your kid so much disposable income that he can buy a full-size mummy prop without you knowing. <laughs> I don't know, Bill Feigerbacher? Finger. He's really bringing, like, a joyful innocence to this role. Why does that kid suck so dirty? You've never met a kid, have you? The physical comedy of Bill F. is undeniable. <laughs> He's doing a lot underneath all that makeup. He really is. Playing with this, like, Nerf ball slingshot. I think it's a koosh ball. Koosh ball, yeah, wow. Yeah, remember koosh ball, right? We have one somewhere, but it has, like, a little arms and, and a face. You ever see those? No. It's like a little person koosh ball. Koosh balls always smelled weird, though. Oh, we got Mummy on a skateboard. Of course we do. He's doing a great job, though. I like that every time he falls and, like, does, like, a puff, like a puff of big dust puff comes, of dust out, comes out. out. This mummy's confronting the real horrors now. All of these stolen pieces of Egyptian heritage mm-hmm. in this museum in California. Does no one lock their museums at night? Okay, so we've found out through the museum visit that Harold was a high priest to this queen, and he found the queen. And see, you know, as you grow up, you realize that adults aren't the uh, the perfect people that you believe they were in childhood. <laughs> These celibacy jokes are slaying me. The high priest swore a vow of celibacy, dedicating every waking minute to the service of his queen. What's celibacy? No chicks. Mm. I can never do that. You'll get used to it. I can't believe this is going to turn out to be a love story between two mummies. Why is this kid more emotionally attached to this mummy than to his own mom and uh, stepdad? He's got some stuff going on. Yes! The return of that blanket kid. And Leonard's the MVP of the movie. He's giving them the information they need yeah, to Leonard. find the sarcophagus. To find the sarcophagus. Bill F. What's his name? Bill Fagerbakey. Bill Fagerbakey's really taking one for the team wow. in, this, in this movie. He's riding, he's wearing 70s platform shoes and riding a little tiny girl's bike. He just flipped over. He's giving it his all. I think I'd be a really good stunt woman for, like, children. Ooh, that could be your next you know career. I mean? Like a little stunt person who's yeah. very tiny. Yeah. All right, so Mr. Kubot has faked his own death and is now hiding out in an abandoned ice cream factory. Yeah. But I guess it's to move all of his illegally acquired antiquities. I love a hilariously overacted kid scene. <laughs> no! Here's the thing. He's upset that the, the criminals just got Harold, the mummy, but they want to put him back in the sarcophagus, too. The heroes and villains have the same goal in this movie. He's my dad. My fake stand-in dad. Wow, this kid has attachment issues to his mommy and his mummy. Boom. They're just beating this man with movie props. <laughs> the adult... the monster in the shape of water? Yeah. The bookstore owner man and the children are literally using prop body parts and monsters to just beat these organized crime guys senseless. He just wants to go to bed. Let Harold sleep. Oh my god, Gilbert died. Look at him! He's been crushed by all these pipes! Meanwhile, this mummy's waited until now to display his, like, 
superhuman strength to save the day. Like, he could have, like, ripped these men's heads from their bodies. This kid's eyes are going to pop out of his head. Harold just wants to go to sleep. He wants to take a nap. That's me at, like, 7.45 p.m. <laughs> looking longingly at my bed. Your deadline of 8 o'clock before you turn to dust. She just has, like, a little oven mitt on. She's a very feminine mummy. Look, she doesn't even have gross hands like him. <laughs> my dad's been real busy lately, so I guess this tall undead thing will be the stand-in for my dad. He's probably got to pay child support. That's why I've been so busy. Wow. Kate, the defender of deadbeat dads everywhere. I'm just saying, sometimes adults have to make choices that aren't easy. This bookstore man is going to go to jail when the police arrive. Yeah, absolutely. He's been transporting these kids across state lines, probably. <laughs> I've been too busy going out with Ted every single night, but are you are you all right, son? This is such a weird turn of events because the mummy has triggered puberty. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like... So it's like, oh, Amy's coming over. Am I wearing the right thing? Like, he put some gel in his hair. Right. He's emotionally matured to the point where he can tell his mom that he just wants her to be happy. And poor Gilbert over here, betrayed by his friend, mm -hmm. just wanted to hang out. Gilbert's been betrayed by puberty. Uh, but look, now, I don't know any of these characters' names. What is the main boy's name? Marshall. Marshall. Marshall and Amy are now roasting each other, the ultimate form of flirtation. Oh, absolutely. As evidenced by our life together. Yep, pretty much. All we do is roast each other nonstop. <laughs> Joshua Dennis as Leonard was a, a... Leonard was just the standout performance it was of this perfect. movie. Yeah. Really enjoyed Leonard. What's that? What's what? That's a mummy! Cool! Yes, it's very cool. Now get. Go home. He must belong in that big mummy coffin. You saw it? They took it out of Mr. Kubat's house and put it in the yellow truck. What else can you tell us about the yellow truck? Well, it was very yellow. You said that. Leonard, this is very important. We've got to get this mummy inside his coffin by midnight or else he's not going to be your mummy anymore. Tell us everything you know about that truck. Quickly, before I rip out your lungs. Did it have any writing on it? Yes, it did. Good, what'd it say? I don't know, I can't read. That was actually pretty fun, not gonna lie. I'm shocked. Yeah. How much fun that, you enjoyed it? A I little long? I didn't love it, it was a little bit long. I didn't love it the way that Marshall's mom loves Ted, but you know. <laughs> or the way that Marshall loves his mummy, Harold. It was, it was fun. I was pleasantly surprised by how yeah. much I enjoyed that. Yeah, it wasn't the worst way to more. spend like an hour and a half, but... Yeah, I, I gotta say, in a lot of ways, which don't, I hate to say this, I think it's better objectively than Halloween Town, and that yeah. pains me to say. Like, Halloween Town is extremely nostalgic for me, and this isn't, so I'm very... That's why I'm so surprised I liked it. Yeah. I feel like this and Halloween Town probably had a similar low budget, and when you mm -hmm. rewatch Halloween Town as an adult, you're painfully aware of that. Yeah. Because it's like they go to Halloween Town, and it's like six people wearing the same costumes <laughs> over and over again in the background. And it's like, wait a minute. But in this, you know, there's only one spooky character, so they, they get away with it by setting it in, you know, the, the present modern world. Anyway, I really enjoyed it. There was a lot of good physical comedy. The sort of middle portion of the movie, I thought, was kind of was the best with all yeah. the, the mummy running around and doing dumb stuff. And I feel like they I had it. a good... They had a good distribution of the budget where they spent the entirety of the budget on the makeup for Bill Fingerbacker. Yeah. And he looked, he really did, he did look he good. He looked good. And then, Even when they took but they knew off. that they didn't have to like spend elsewhere. You know what I mean? Oh, right, right, right. And like all these movies, when you really sit and watch it as an adult, you're like, this takes place on like three locations yeah, tops. Absolutely. It's kind of funny. And they were, you know, I feel like we lost a lot of the humor at the end because they were going for more heartstrings, which yeah. uh, were like almost successful on But not quite. No, not not perfect, but I, I was uh, I didn't think it was too sappy. You were able to stomach that. It was 
Not quite as good as a mellow cream pumpkin, but mm. better than a candy corn. Wow. All right, so under wraps, if you remember this at all, even vaguely like I did, you should definitely give it a shot. Yeah. If you're looking for spooky, not really spooky, but Halloween-y stuff to watch. Uh, we got one more Halloween episode in us coming out this weekend. If I can ever finish editing it. We'll... <laughs> and that's it. Tell us what to watch next. You can email us, nostalgia.com. You can visit our website, www.nostalgia.org. You can find us yeah. on social media. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, please, for the love of all that's holy. Oh, and if you want to leave us a voicemail on the Anchor app doing your best Leonard impression from this movie, you go right ahead. <laughs> it's a yellow truck. <laughs> Bye. Saturday, October 25th on Magical World of Disney, it's the Saturday premiere of Under Wraps, a Disney Channel original movie. Don't be such a wuss. Marshall is the ultimate horror fan. Gilbert is not. Along with Amy, the voice of reason. I just worry about someone seeing me in those pajamas. Did they come like that? Did you have to cut out the feed? These three friends decide to check out their scary neighbor's house, where they find the mummy of all monsters. But is he a mummy or a mouse? <laughs> Under Wraps, Saturday, October 25th on Magical World of Disney.